It is Brewers on the deck. It's Brewers on deck. Brewers on deck. Live from the Wisconsin Center. Shift change. Line change. Uh, Joining us now, a man that needs no introduction. Let's give it up to 2018 NL MVP. It is Christian Yelich. Oh, by the way, you're Brian and I'm Doug. That is correct, my friend. So... We don't need to be introduced, though. This man is here. Uh, Christian, I wish we could start in a different place than this. We saw you tweet about it, and we all got the shocking and tragic news a little bit earlier today that Kobe Bryant was killed in a uh, helicopter crash in Los Angeles. Um, As somebody that's from the Los Angeles area, what was your reaction to that news, and uh, what impact might you have had on you growing up? Uh, Yeah, it's obviously really, really sad. Um, You know, you feel for his family, and... Uh, I thought I think I saw one of his daughters on there too. So mm-hmm. that's just really awful news. Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up watching Kobe play for the Lakers, uh, big part of my childhood. So, yeah, man, I'm just with a lot of people in the country right now who are, uh, you know, mourning Kobe's loss and what he meant to the world. Were you able to get to Staples at all growing up? Were you a Lakers fan? What's yeah, sort of impact I, I went to Staples you? a bunch. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot growing up, but I, I definitely saw Kobe play my fair share of times and. Uh, just from being from that area, being around, you realize how much he, he means to people out there. And, um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure L.A. will be crazy for the next week or so. Yeah, tragic news, certainly, um, for the, uh, the passing of Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. I know that you've also, because we talked about it right before we went on, uh, how many times you've been asked about your knee. It's fine. It's good. It's My good. Fine. So everybody, yeah, we're all good. it's fine. We're good. <laughs> Back to normal. Spring training will be like regular. So, um, how, yeah, finally behind us. How much... Did it hurt? Not the physical pain aside, those last three weeks of the season last year, watching your guys do what they were able to do. It was great watching them win. Mm-hmm. How much did you, can you put it into words how much you wanted to be in there? Yeah, I mean, not, you obviously want to be out there, especially um, when you're kind of at the point in the season where we're at and had the opportunity that we had. Um, that's all the work that you put in in the offseason throughout the season to get to that point. So uh, to not really be able to see it through sucks, but hey, it's sports, life happens um yeah definitely don't want to do that again hurts it hurts in the physical sense too sure we just had your teammate keston here up here uh, and we asked him is hitting easy for you keston and his response was you guys should ask that question to yelly so i'll ask you is uh, hitting easy for you hitting is not easy to anybody um you know it may look at at times but really no matter how good of a season you have it's just it's a really difficult thing to do um it's designed to make you fail it, it really i mean it, if you think about it, it really is um, so it's just one of those days. It's just a mental grind every single day. Um, and that's why baseball is su- such a tough sport. It's a tough thing to succeed in. Uh, you almost have to have short-term memory loss. Everything's, you don't remember anything in the past, and you're just convinced that everything in the future is going to be positive and good. And uh, that's the way I've kind of found out the, to go through a season. And just put your head down, grind, and then look up when it's all over. How much does confidence play into that? Because there have been times when, to Keston's point, it did seem like it may have been easy for someone having the kind of seasons that you've had here as a Milwaukee Brewer. Yeah, I mean, when, I mean, when you get on a roll, you have confidence, and you get off to a good start, and things are going your way. It's a little bit, I mean, a lot of it is confidence. Um, just the way your men, the mental state of athletics, and especially in baseball, just a lot of it is just believing that you can do it and that you're going to succeed uh it's easier when uh you are succeeding or out the gate um i've had both ways i've have come out the gate strong struggled to start seasons it happens and it's just a really long sample size and uh you don't really want to it's the the old baseball cliche don't get too high or too low but you kind of have to stay right there and uh, i found out that works best if you can if you can carry that over over six months 
it feels like you do everything pretty well on a baseball field, whether it's running, hitting, hitting with power, throwing, fielding. You do all of it really well. From your perspective, what do you look to improve on knowing that you have a good base on kind of everything you have to do? I mean, I think you're always trying to get better. Um, that's what should drive you, and it's what drives me really is to continue to improve. Um, like you said, the bar's been set pretty high the last two years, so uh, you know you're capable of it, though. You know that's that's something that you can achieve and that's possible, and um, you know I think you wouldn't be doing yourself or the team or the fans justice if you really accepted anything less than that. So that's always the goal or the mindset, and then whether it works out or not, who knows? It's the, it's the sport, and a lot of things, a lot of other factors kind of dictate that along the year, but uh, that's your mindset. That's the way you should look at it in preparation, and then just really let everything else play out. You know that yesterday was an anniversary here in Milwaukee. It was, it's Yelly Candy. I did. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, it wasn't, I'd be lying if I told you it was the first thing I thought of when I woke up <laughs> yesterday, but then as the day went on, and uh, I obviously became aware of it, and yeah, it honestly feels like it's been longer than two years. Um, you know, not in a bad way. It just sure. feels like it, it just has been longer than two years. And, um, you know, I think that's a credit to the success we've had as a team, how awesome it's been to, to play here in, in Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin. And I really enjoyed my time, and I feel like I've been here longer than the two years, but I really, I really haven't. Um, what, were your, uh, what were your first memories when that went down, when you heard, hey, I'm going to Milwaukee? Uh, it's chaos. It really is. I mean, yeah, I got traded, and, I mean, they don't, you're not really – being told you're being traded right so you get a you get a phone call and in my case it was a missed phone call and voicemail and text messages from a lot of different people and uh, by the time I found my phone again I had a ton of missed calls from numerous people and started calling everybody back and they tell you that you're traded and thanks for everything new people are going to call you uh, David called me um, and I think somewhere along the lines talked to Mark and said they had fan fest coming up or and that was two days after I got traded, I think. So then they're like, hey, you want to do this? And you got to pick a uniform number. Then you've got to, uh, you know, do equipment stuff with uh, Shogger, who's our clubhouse manager, um, find a place to live, go from Florida spring training to Arizona spring training, which is coming in two weeks. So uh, I remember being a pretty busy time, really hectic. And uh, I remember being exhausted uh, my first time uh, at FanFest here. Does 22 have any kind of special meaning? Honestly, no. They gave me like a list of five numbers to choose from. I was 21 in Miami. Um, I forgot what the other I forgot what the other choices were when I got traded. Um, Shogger read them off to me, and I was like, "Yeah, 22 sounds pretty cool." <laughs> so let's do that and see how that goes. Um, so yeah, there's. I wish there was a cooler story behind it, but that's that's the honest truth. I thought I picked it. Christian Yelich joins us here live at Brewers on Deck at the Wisconsin Center. Um, when you think about all the new guys that are coming into your clubhouse this year, have you been able to meet a handful of them? I'm sure some of it's happened just today. And uh, who stuck out in terms of guys you think can make an impact on this year's team? I think everybody's going to make an impact. Uh, they're all great players. And you know a lot of guys throughout the league or from playing against them or know guys that played on teams with them. And baseball's a small, a small circle. So if you, just, you don't have to play on the same team as somebody to know them or sure. know somebody that does know them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a great group. It really is. Everybody's going to fit in fine. Uh, we're all kind of the same. You know, we all understand what the baseball season's like. Everyone's been through one. And once spring training gets underway, it's it's really just business as usual. You kind of just roll into it, and everybody becomes teammates, friends. And there's turnover every year, though. I mean, every there's never the same 25 guys back in the clubhouse, no matter what team you're on, whether you win the World Series or you're the worst team in the league. There's always turnover and change it's the nature of the sport the business and 
uh, as a player, you get used to it. You have the group that you have, and um, you know I think we're confident in the guys that we have in that clubhouse that we're going to be able to win a lot of games and um, get back to where we want to be. Did you do anything this off season? I know you had the California Strong softball game a couple of weeks ago as well. Did you do anything else? Uh, yeah, I went a few places, took some took some trips. Uh, a lot of my early off season was dominated by rehab um, and doing that whole deal. It's a longer process. It took me all the way through December, so really it was a lot of just doing that every day and making sure that I was healthy, ready to go, and uh, not ideal way to spend your off season, but it is what it is. And you know, sometimes you just got to do things that uh, are tough or you don't always want to do. And for me, that was one of those things that where it just became easier. It's cool to see the progress, and uh, you're just focused on getting better. Where'd you go on your fun? And you were warmer than Milwaukee, I would imagine. Uh, I went to Hawaii for a little bit. There you go. Um, I was in Boston for a little while, Miami, kind of all over the place. It was just seeing friends around the country or going to do some stuff. Do you get recognized in places like Hawaii? Do they, do they know yeah. that you're the best player in baseball? Uh, I don't know about that, but, yeah, there's people that come and say hello, and uh, everyone's pretty respectful about it. But, uh, yeah, it's just that's it's been weird man and I, I've, my life's changed a lot in the last two years i would um, imagine yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's really hard to describe uh you know and you can kind of just i don't know i still feel the same as i did when i was like in high school but uh you know that's not the way you're looked at in the world these days but it's cool and it's all for good things you can't complain and um yeah, i don't really mind it transitioning a little bit from milwaukee to baseball as a whole stealing signs obviously a huge topic in major league baseball over the last month or so you joined Now or Never on ESPN a couple of weeks ago and said that you guys aren't obviously doing any of that stuff in Milwaukee and really don't even like to do any of it from second base uh, because it throws timing off at the plate for some hitters and you just want to react. Um, I'm curious, where do you think there's there's the line in that? Because obviously some of it seems acceptable and some of it maybe isn't. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is it's just not good for the game. Uh, you know, you don't really like to see it. Uh, it's been pretty well documented today that we don't do it. Uh, never have, never even attempted to do it. And it's just it's one of those things where, like I said, it, it's just unfortunate for the game that that's what the offseason has been centered around, the, the talking points instead of all the positives that also occur in this offseason. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough situation for sure, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I've never been able to decipher the, the signs, even if I was on the same team, like in high school or college. I, yeah. I couldn't. I, I had trouble with my own signs, much less somebody else's. Yeah, I mean... There's things that, yeah. If you have a if you have a baseball background, you kind of know like there's sequences of signs and gamesmanship. Is it if you're at second base for five six pitches? Sometimes you can find the sequence that their guys are using, and then there's a way um, guys the base runners usually tell a hitter. But that's that's always been around. That's been around in baseball forever. We're not even a team that does that. We don't. We have a lot of guys that just don't want to know what's coming for numerous reasons. Um, you know, sometimes guys are wrong out there. They don't have it. They don't have it perfect, or guys don't like to know because if they know what's coming, they're going to swing at it no matter what. Or just it just takes them out of their normal approach. So there's numerous reasons. Um, you know, I don't want to keep rambling on about it. But at the end of the day, we don't do it. It's unfortunate for baseball, and uh, you know, hopefully, it starts to correct itself. You had a little fun with you, Darvish of the Cubs, with it on Twitter. You had fun with a fan named Roxanne on Twitter last year after the body issue came out. Did you make a conscious decision to have a little more fun on Twitter throughout last season? No, honestly, with the I'm, a guy, I'm a guy. Actually, I hate social media. Like, I hate everything about it. Yeah, um, you're good at it, a, though. A lot of it's required. <laughs> it's, it's required for for players a lot now for numerous reasons. And I'm just not a big social media guy. I'm someone who values my privacy, values um, things in my life that are 
I can keep private because it's it's not so private anymore. Um, so yeah, you know, I just, I just never I share certain things on social media, but I'm not one of those guys that's tweeting what I had for breakfast or where I'm going or Instagram story in my life. Um, it's never been my thing. Uh, I just never I never got super into it, but uh, yeah, every now and then. We'll, we'll, we'll put something on there. Relax, Roxanne was one rallying cry. I thought you had the other one that was uh, said, I think it was in the clubhouse, when he said, I regret nothing. That was, <laughs> that, to me, that was my favorite I, line. Brian was going to bring it. I don't remember that one, obviously. I remember the I remember the Roxanne one. but uh, <laughs> We were going to bring an issue of the body yeah. issue for you to sign, but we I was decided like, not to. I didn't to. even think that was going to be funny. It was honestly just like, yeah, just relax. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be fine. But, uh, yeah, and then it kind of took off and became what it became. But. Yeah, it's one of those times where you don't really realize that like, it's going to be a big deal. That's another reason why like, I just don't like social media because it's just like I'm just not going to deal with whatever comes after it, you know? And you're just like, yeah, it's literally like, hey, just relax. It'll yeah. be fine. And then it just, this thing just snowballs right. and uh, one thing led to another. And here we are talking about today. <laughs> Last thing for you, Christian. We know you're boys with Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield. You guys work out together in the offseason. I'm curious. Who took more heat in the text message group chat? Was it you for the body issue or him for his underwear ad where he had a tiger on a leash and he was shirtless? <laughs> Who took more heat? I don't know. See, the thing with the body issue is you, when you do it, you know you're going to get hate for it. Like, there's going to be positive response. There's going to be a negative response. I didn't care either way. It's something that's been around for a long time. As an athlete, it's actually an honor for them to ask you to do it. Uh, I was at a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. It's not necessarily the first thing or my first inclination was to do it. I actually said no for right when they asked me. They gave me three days to think about it, and then I changed my mind um, and then did it a month and a half later. But I, I had a good time doing it. It's something unique. Um, no, you don't really do things like that very much. And then once I did it, I was actually um, happy I did it. Well, we're looking forward to having you back out there on the field and healthy this year. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2018 NL MVP, yes. Christian Yelich.